Brian Noonan on 720 WGN. Halloween is next Thursday, but then after Halloween comes Dia de los Muertos. And if you want to celebrate, there's no better place for you to celebrate than at the National Museum of Mexican Art in Pilsen. And Thelma Aranga from the National Museum of Mexican Art is here in the studio. You stayed up very late. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, for people who haven't been to Pilsen and aren't familiar with the museum, tell us a little bit about the museum. Right. Uh, So the museum has been around for more than 30 years, um, and we basically celebrate Mexican art and culture from both sides of the border. Um, And we do that by presenting exhibitions, uh, community events, um, and all kinds of programming uh, for our Mexican community. And Pilsen is a wonderful neighborhood. If people haven't made it out, you, you got to go down to Pilsen. One, yeah, you're never going to eat. You're never going to eat in a better neighborhood ever. Absolutely. And the culture and everything. It's just. It's. It's a great environment. Yeah, definitely. Um, I both live and work in Pilsen, and so um, it's definitely a very lively neighborhood. Um, I think it's also very. Um, the the people who live there are very proud of uh, the neighborhood, and so they also defend it a whole lot. Yeah, it, pe- people who live in Pilsen are not shy about telling you about Pilsen. Oh, right. Exactly. They're very, it's like, <laughs> but but it's almost like, we're very proud of Pilsen, but we got enough people here in Pilsen. We don't need any more people. Co- yeah. Come and visit us. We exactly. love to have you. Come and eat. Come and go to the uh, Mexican mu- or the National Museum of Mexican Art, and uh, then go back and come back and visit us tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I've noticed that. And, every, you know, most neighborhoods have that, but Pilsen, there seems to be, a little more, a little more pride in the community. And it, what do you, what do you think that you can attribute that to? Uh, well, you know, very much the museum's uh, beginnings um, stems from that, and so the museum uh, was founded by a group of educators that really thought that, um, well, that really saw a need to educate the community about their their culture, and so uh, through that, the, the National Museum of Mexican Art was born, and so um, and that mission of presenting, like I said, you know, the best in Mexican art and culture continues today. And if people want to know more, they can always go to nationalmuseumofmexicanart.org. Uh, everything's there. So we do, you do stuff all year. There's always, there's always great exhibits. But this time of year, you have a couple big events coming up. Explain for, for people who don't know anything other than uh, Dia, de los, Dia de los Muertos means Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they maybe have seen Coco. Uh, but other than that, they're like, I don't really, I, I like sugar skull. They, they know some of the trappings, but they don't know the history. They don't know what the importance of this day. Explain the day to us. Sure. So, uh, the other Los Muertos is celebrated on November 1st and 2nd. Um, and so it's really a day of celebration of life of our departed loved ones. And so there is imagery like sugar skulls or Katrinas and Katrines, uh, that could be scary. But like I said, um, more than anything, we are, uh, celebrating our loved ones through ofrendas or altars. Um, And so the exhibition um, has a beautiful array of altars that both um, are traditional and contemporary, uh, but also um, our Day of the Dead Chicago event, which is coming up on Sunday. um, We invite community members uh, to create their own ofrendas and to to demonstrate um, the way, the variety of ways that everyone can personalize an altar and dedicate it to their loved ones. And so an altar will 
often include uh, that person's favorite food, their favorite beverage, but also very uh, necessary items like a sugar skull and like marigolds and uh, candles and water and, and items like that. What's the significance of the sugar skull? And you made me a beautiful one. Thank you very much <laughs> for that. What, what's the significance of the skull? So um, every year we invite a family, the Mondragon family from Toluca, Mexico. And so it was made by them. Oh, and so it's a technique that's been handed down through generations within their family. But the sugar skull is actually the most important part of a Day of the Dead altar because it represents the presence of that person. And so normally you'll personalize it by putting their name on it. And then along with all the other items, um, it, you know, it brings that person to the altar. It's, it's a symbol that seems to have been co-opted over the last few mm-hmm. years. You, you see these everywhere. Is that, is that a point of contention for the, the Mexican community? Um, I mean, you know, it's definitely challenging uh, because um, I think, like anything else, we want to keep the essence of it. We want to keep right. the tradition of it alive. But at the same time, as more and more people learn about it, um, you know, death is universal. People can sure. relate to that. Um, and everybody has somebody that they want to remember. The National Museum of Mexican Art is at 1852 West 19th Street in Chicago. Again, you can go to nationalmuseumofmexicanart.org to get all the information. All right, let's get into the let's get into the Day of the Dead uh, celebration. It's Sunday from three to eight, rain or shine. Uh, so, what mm-hmm. what can people expect if they come down to the museum? You you mentioned families and civic leaders. Are these uh, so? It, are some professional artists who are doing the altars? Are they all? Are they all uh, just? Regular folks, what can we expect when we come on Sunday? Yeah, so um, if you arrive early, you'll kind of still see people uh, setting up their altars. Um, so right behind the museum, we're located inside of Harrison Park. So right behind the museum is um, a big soccer field that we take over. And usually by the end of the night, it resembles a cemetery in Mexico okay. where people on Day of the Dead go and visit uh, okay. the graves of their loved ones. So it is more a community-level ofrendas or altars. And so um, everything, you know, from a grandparent to a sister to, you know, a community activist, um, Everybody has chosen to to remember um, someone meaningful in different ways. Um, so you'll see people on the early end still kind of building their ofrendas. Um, we'll have live music and performances, both from uh, local bands and some of our um, school youth programs that we work with. Um, and then also um, come sunset. Um, so... Leading up to the event, um, people have submitted photos of loved ones, and so we do a large-scale illuminated ofrenda that will project itself on the side of the museum. That sounds amazing. Now, is this a is the is it a joyous occasion? Is it a sad, somber occasion? I guess for those uh, uninitiated, it's like oh well, you know. A lot of times when people go to cemeteries, they, they get very sad. But it doesn't sound like this is a sad thing. It sounds like this is a family a family event, and everybody's kind of happy with memories. They're, they're joyful exactly. from the memories. Right. And, yeah, and, and I can personally share that, you know, sometimes I anticipate, like, feeling sad. But then, actually, once I make my altar at home, I feel, I feel really happy. And I feel, yeah. like, you know, full of joy because I'm seeing the things of that person that they loved. And, you know, you, you keep their memory yeah. alive in that way. No, it's very, it's, it's, it's very cool. I guess, here's another. So, if I'm, if I'm not building an altar and I don't have a family member there, is it, is it strange to walk around and look at somebody else's, you know, now granted, you're joyfully remembering your loved one, but it's also, you know, it's a, it's a monument to somebody that I don't know that, that died. Is it okay for people who 
aren't building an altar to come and to come and walk around and, and appreciate what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's definitely another part of the event. Um, people are welcome to come and observe the ofrendas. And what we find is that folks love, if you ask them, you know, a couple of questions, they yeah. love to talk about their okay. ofrendas. They love to talk about uh, the person that they're remembering as well. And it's and I'm sure everyone is as unique as the people that they're honoring. So it's got to be beautiful. Is it Articles, are they all custom, like handmade things like the sugar skull that you brought me? Or do people sometimes just bring, this is my dad's favorite shirt. He loved, he loved this shirt. He always wore this shirt. So we fold it up and we put it, we put it on our render. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, and Ofrenda will have traditional items, like I said, like papel picado, right. uh, marigold flowers, sugar skulls. But then they become very personal by using nice. the photographs or, you know, the music that they loved or the food that they loved. And so oftentimes, uh, leading up to Day of the Dead, if you're making an altar at home, you'll be running around town kind of picking up those things okay. that you must go into your altar. All right. And what, why November 1st and 2nd? Is there a significance to the day? Did it did it come based on Halloween? Was it they just? Uh, well, so I do. I believe it's based on um, a, a little. Uh, <laughs> I threw you. I uh, stumped yeah, you. Uh, you. Stuck me a little on that one. <laughs> That's all uh, right. I know that it, it, it. Yeah, it relates to All Souls Day, and one of the days yep. is also related to children. Okay. Yeah. All right. And well, this. Uh, all right. So this is the first big. Uh, Dia de los Muertos event, and it is Sunday, October 27th. Uh, you can, it runs from 3 to 8, rain or shine. It will culminate with a beautiful, it sounds like a beautiful projected, uh, display on this, on the uh, back of the museum. And that is again, just behind the National Museum of Mexican Art, which is at 1852 West 19th Street in Chicago. NationalMuseumOfMexicanArt.org is the website. Let's take a quick break. Thelma Aranga is here. She is with the museum. And then we will talk about the other event, um, that is happening actually on the uh, 2nd of November. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about uh, that and so much more. If you have any questions, 312-981-7200. It's WGN. We are talking about uh, Dia de los Muertos and learning about the National Museum of Mexican Art, which is in Pilsen at 1852 West 19th Street. Uh, go to the uh, org and find out all the great programming that they have throughout the year. And then this time of year, with uh, the uh, the wonderful Day of the Dead Chicago, which is happening Sunday from 3 to 8 p.m. Rain or shine, it's supposed to be no rain, just a little chilly, but that's mm -hmm. all right. So everybody can come out and enjoy that. And then, as one of the big fundraisers for the museum, on Saturday, November 2nd, something big is happening again. That's right. It's and, our big Day of the Dead ball. Yes. I've seen pictures in the past. It looks like a fabulous event. Uh, tell us... Tell us all about the ball. So uh, the Day of the Dead ball, uh, so the theme is Love Never Dies. And so it's presented by the museum's fabulous auxiliary board, uh, which is a group of young professionals uh, that come from all different kinds of sectors. And this is their main fundraising event. And so yeah. it happens this year right on Day of the Dead, uh, which is really awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and so... Um, it's basically a night at the museum, and so our galleries stay open, um, and guests have full access to it. Uh, but on top of that, it's it's a really fun party, and so we'll have a live band, DJs. Uh, we have a really great lineup of catering sponsors and delicious beverages, of course. I can only imagine the food and beverages <laughs> at this at the event would be uh, would be top notch. Is it uh, formal? Is it black tie? Do I come dressed as a dead person? What, what's the <laughs> uh, what's the etiquette for the Day of the Dead ball? So. We 
we call it creative uh, cocktail attire because <laughs> we have on-site face painting. And oh. so you'll be transformed into a sugar skull. Nice. And so, yeah, you'll want to, you know, dress up for that. Uh, something okay. that you can combine with sugar skull face painting. Um, and really, more than anything, embody the spirit of Day of the Dead. And what, so what would that be? Well, I, if... For the first time, they, they go to National Museum of Mexican Art, they buy some tickets, they, they're coming to the Day of the Dead Ball. How would you recommend that uh, a novice dress mm-hmm. to embrace the spirit of the of the ball? Yeah, I mean, well, one, dress to impress. It's, you know, Always. every year it looks like a fashion show. Um, <laughs> but definitely, you know, some, you know, just really fun, moody outfits, okay. uh, whatever that means to you. Uh, you know, you could look at some Day of the Dead artwork to be inspired. There you go. But yeah, we see a little bit of everything, so it's really, really fun. Well, I've seen, as I said, I've seen pictures in the past, and the face painters do a phenomenal job. Yeah, they it's, do. It's... Terrifying, quite frankly, <laughs> in a, in the best possible way. Because you go, this it's like Hollywood caliber makeup. This is not. This is not. You know, you're at a street fair and some woman has some grease paint and throws it on. And suddenly, you look like a psychotic clown. This is this is, this is top notch. You look. You really look like a, a phenomenal sugar yeah. skull. And you're totally, in, like I said, in the spirit of Day of the Dead. So you mentioned some of the care. Give people a wet their whistle with some of the uh, the food and beverages. Yeah. So uh, we have Antique Taco, uh, who I just found out is uh, making tacos de canasta, which is a personal favorite. Okay. Uh, Carnitas Uruapan, which is basically our neighbor. They'll have tacos de carnitas. Uh, we have Pochos, which is a new local spot. Um, and Mitocaya um, Antojeria, which is up north. And they'll be doing their milpa taco, wow. um, among a few others, of course. That sounds delicious. Oh, and then the tasty good. beverages, I can only imagine. <laughs> but give us a hint. So um, El Jimador is providing um, tequila cocktails. We'll have a paloma, and then we'll also have um, some fun, crafty margaritas as well. Sold. We'll be there. <laughs> Michael, get, get us some creative garb. Quickly, find, <laughs> find, find me some, uh, some uh, Dia de los Muertos garb to wear, to dress to impress. I'm on it. All right, thank you. <laughs> I figured he would be. He's very good at all this. So, all right, so these are these are terrific things, and people can still get tickets. There's still some tickets available, but I know they go fast. They do. So don't wait until next Friday to decide that you're going to go to the Day of the Dead exactly. Ball. Get your tickets right. now. Right. We do anticipate selling out. We've sold out the last two years in a yeah. row. So get, get your tickets now if this sounds like something you want to do. So... We've talked about all this stuff for Day of the Dead. What kind of exhibits are at the museum on a regular basis? Or or how often do the exhibits rotate? Where if somebody was there, say, last month, and they want to go again, are they going to see some new things, some of the same things? How does that work? So um, on a rotating basis, we have about six exhibitions per year. Um, but our flagship exhibition is called Nuestras Historias, which is Stories of Mexican Identity. Um, and that's a really great um, like foundational or intro to the museum. Okay. And so I always recommend that to people, um, especially first-time visitors, because it tells the story of you know this this idea of of Mexican identity from you know pre-Columbian times or what we call pre-Cotemoc yeah. and um, to current and so basically uh, current contemporary me- Mexican art and also on a local um, uh, level and so uh, right now we also have this really great exhibition called called Cuarenta Años a la Esperanza which is forty years of hope or forty years okay. to hope and so that one commemorates um, the anniversary of the first mural to go up at Benito Juarez uh, High School oh, and so Benito Juarez is. High School also has um, a great history of activism um, there was many parents and mothers specifically in Pilsen that fought for that school because we very much needed a high school for right. our young people in Pilsen 
Hilton. Um, and so right now in our main gallery, we have Day of the Dead. And then coming next is Woven Connections and Meanings, which actually opens on Friday. And what is, uh, what is that? So Woven is a, um, an exhibition of five women artists uh, working in textiles. Um, so, and that's contemporary ex- uh, textiles. So uh, they're addressing issues such as, like, you know, topics such as um, issues at the border, um, identity, mm-hmm. immigration, uh, stuff like that. And is... Since you brought up uh, the border and immigration, Mm -hmm. very uh, hot topic. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure in Pilsen and at the museum, that's something that that is being addressed all the time, right? Yeah. Because it's got to be a concern in the community. Absolutely. And uh, so one of the things that I love uh, about being a part of the museum is that uh, we always have a voice in those kinds of things. And so uh, the Day of the Dead exhibition... um, Somehow it gets better every year. I yeah. don't know how they do it, but <laughs> it's just really beautiful, the exhibition. And so we have an ofrenda that's dedicated uh, to the children who died in ICE detention. Yeah. Uh, we also have another ofrenda that is dedicated to the victims of El Paso. And so we, we understand our place within those issues, yeah. and so we also know that we need to address them. Well, it sounds wonderful. And this is, I can't believe I have not brought this up. Free admission to the museum. There's no excuse not to go to the exactly. museum. Exactly. We are open Tuesday through Sunday and completely free. That That's wonderful. I don't know how you do it. Well, you know how you do it? You sell more tickets to the Day of the Dead <laughs> yes, Ball. exactly. So get your tickets. Again, the Day of the Dead Ball on Dia de los Muertos, November 2nd. So you can get your tickets at nationalmuseumofmexicanart.org. You can also go this Sunday to the Day of the Dead Chicago. And uh, it's from 3 to 8 p.m., you go out behind the museum, which is at 1852 West 19th Street. Uh, again, nationalmuseumofmexicanart.org. Uh, okay. <laughs> Michael thought I was wrapping up. Did you hear him yell at me? No. no Thelma, Thelma jumped too because she saw me jump. Michael is yelling at me. There's nobody. Yeah, I know. We're taking it right up. I was just, I'm just getting all the all the information out before then, because now we got we got all the information out mm-hmm. for the National Museum of Mexican Art, and now I can do so. I can narrow cast a little bit because I mentioned this to Thelma and her husband off the air that my favorite restaurant in Pilsen burned down Nuevo León, but. So and and a lot of people have this. Unless you know somebody who lives in the neighborhood, you go into a neighborhood like Pilsen, and there's a million wonderful restaurants, and you can't possibly go to every one. But if I were going to go to, if I were going to try a new one, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? Oh, that's such a. Tough I know. Oh, that's why I saved it to the, the end. That's like why that. I saved it to. Well, listen, I already put okay. you on the spot with the November first and second date. I figure I've already I've already stumped you once. I'll try to stump you again. <laughs> Can I give you two? You can give me as many as you want. So, well, I mean, so many. Well, for one, I actually, it's going to be a whole bunch. So, Carnitas Uruapan, they're amazing. They're also walking distance from the museum. Uh, Cinco Rabanitos, which is um, just a block before Carnitas Uruapan, they are really great because they also have wonderful vegetarian options. Okay. And then a personal favorite is, um, it's called Carniceria Maribel. And so they're a liquor store in the front and a taqueria in the back. Well, and I, like, they have I a, like both those. Exactly, that combination right? is great. But they have these really great Selena murals on the side. And so, you know, a little Instagram photo shoot and then you go have your tacos. See, and t- <laughs> you know what? Make a day out of it. Go to Pilsen, go to the National Museum of Mexican Art, go early, have lunch, then go to the museum, then go somewhere else for yeah, dinner. exactly. Explore a new neighborhood, learn a, a culture that is very rich 
and has a lot of history and has made huge contributions to this city and this country. So uh, it's wonderful. I hope I hope uh, all the events go well. I hope the weather holds out Sunday. Day of the Dead Chicago is Sunday from 3 to 8, and then the uh, Day of the Dead Ball is November 2nd. You can get tickets at the National Museum of Mexican Art dot org. The museum, again, 1852 West 19th Street in Pilsen. And it is free. Free, Michael. Did you hear it? That's right. Free? I said free. Oh, I'm there. Right, it's free. <laughs> Thelma, thank you for staying up late. Thank you. you. And uh, listen, again, if the curator gives you any, uh, any hard <laughs> no, times, then, you know, you haven't talked to me. So that, that won't work. Thelma Raga is here, and she was, uh, it was very nice of you to stay up late. Thank and you. thank your husband. Uh, thank, thank you as well for coming. He's a, he's a night owl. He seems wide awake. Yeah, I know. Yeah. See, you and I are like, oh, okay, it's getting a, little, uh, getting a little late. After the news, we're, oh, man, we've been all night. We've been plugging. The, the biggest debate, I don't care about any politics, nothing. There's no argument bigger than Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. There was a, a recent study came out. It ranked the best and the worst. And I am, uh, I'm already fired up. I disagree uh, 100% with what they said was the worst candy. We'll talk about that. And because I do nothing if I don't educate, I have some very interesting facts. Interesting, of course, in quotation marks, about Halloween candy. So we will get to all of that on the other side. Uh, and then we will get out of here. Nick DiGilio comes up at 1 o'clock. That's right, Michael. He, Nick still comes in at 1 o'clock. They haven't made a change? Yes, he does. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Uh, so once again, thanks to Thelma Aranga for being here. National Museum of MexicanArt.org. Go on Sunday to the Day of the Dead Chicago, and then buy your tickets for the Day of the Dead Ball. It's 1230. That means it's time for the news.